0: This is how I want you to make dials, this is why I want you to make dials, and this is when I want you to make dials.
1: So the big question is, what are top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate? To get the answers, we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. This is the concept that we're talking about is basically how to become a top producer which rolls us right right nicely into topic number two which is how to develop future top producers in your organization or any organization as a matter of fact with the five core principles that are absolutely necessary and required
0: well so i think we always should be striving ourselves on how do we replace ourselves right like Mm -hmm. For example, I know that currently you're, you're, you are uh, your top producer, you're, you're you're your own specific uh, band, like you're your own one man band. But do you see yourself doing that for the next 30 years? Or at some point, is this some exactly at some point organically, you have to grow into something. And we have to grow beyond that in order to help others. And so what I started figuring out, pretty early on in, in, in my journey is how do I replicate myself and others? And in that it it's allowing them also the trajectory for success. Like nobody wants to spend 30 years being an agent. There are some of us that do, and that's okay. More power to you, but how do you help scale someone into their gifts? And so what we started, what we started doing is we started identifying our A players and, and figuring out like, just because you're an A player doesn't mean you're going to be a good leader. There are some people that are fundamentally always going to be that top producer. So that's, that's concept number one is like, okay, you're an A player. However, A player, are you better with the consumer side or are you better with people actually are following how you're doing things because you're just, you have that buy-in with the team. So that's, that's pillar number one. You gotta, you gotta distinguish between if someone is just going to be a producer or someone is capable of being a leader and and being able to lead other people. The second component is to be able to get buy-in. It it segues into the buy-in with your team. I've had people get rejected within the first two weeks because it's like, if you (laughs) If you're not a proven person, why should someone follow you if you've not proven yourself? So sometimes we throw people into roles where they have not, they have not pushed it, pushed it to their end, to their beyond. and, And the team can sense it when you have other people that have done more than this person that's now about to lead them. So that's concept number two. It's like, okay, how do you, how do you establish relationships with the individuals that you're getting ready to lead? And I'm not meaning going to happy hours and things like that. No, like actual full on, like identifying and helping identify people's strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats so that the, the buy-in starts to happen there. Mm-hmm. The third the third component when as leaders go, it's like, okay, first off, you're establishing yourself, identifying the fact that you can lead people or people are bought into you. So then you actually do the buy-in. The third thing is you don't, you don't go and start changing things all of a sudden. You have to observe your people and you got to observe them in a way of understanding where they are failing and can you identify at least one or two things that each individual in your office needs to work on. And are you able to have a conversation with them that makes it in a way where they are bought in that you are going to be the one that's going to help them get better on those one or two things. If you're able to do that, then you've already you've already passed the the next the next layer of it. Cause I've seen people fail there. It's like you come in like a micromanager, boom. You're never, you're never going to go far if you're coming in cutting people at the knees as, as a micromanager.
1: And also especially in this profession right um everybody wants to get into real estate because they want time freedom money freedom they want to be their own boss they want to be an entrepreneur and they don't like being told what to do and how to do it even though they are probably not equipped to do it themselves right so it's finding that right balance i think between both of that instead of saying you know it's like scolding a kid no don't do that okay, but what, what's the next step? If I can't do this, then how do I do that the proper way? Uh, and that's kind of what, I, what I'm seeing is the team is a very interesting dynamic mm-hmm. because I think most people perceive it as the opposite of what they're actually trying to do, right? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, a team should support, empower, and give-
0: advocate and uh, yes
1: advocate for the person in order to get them to their goal a little bit faster but also stay there for a little bit longer than they would have otherwise themselves
0: well it bring it's like the the first component is to be able to be vulnerable leaders should be vulnerable we should be able to tell the other our other people that are that we're leading where we have failed because we're not perfect right and we don't know everything So sometimes we have to be the ones to say, listen, the reason why we do it this way, and this is how we do it this way, and this is why we do it this way, is because I've already screwed it up. And let me tell you a story when I've done this and this and this and that. So when you're able to connect it, connect the dots like that, other than just saying, hey, I need you to make dials. No. How
1: am I going to do that?
0: Right. So this is how I want you to make dials. This is why I want you to make dials. And this is when I want you to make dials. And let me tell you a personal story. When I didn't do it right, when I didn't do it this way, this is where I failed as a realtor. And then they get it, right? It's that kind of vulnerability that is the fourth concept to help empower anybody is to be able to be real with that person. And the thing is, is that you're course correcting in a way that you're allowing them to see you as the person that has already been there, done that, but in a way that creates that bonding experience,
1: and and the true leadership, right? Uh, that's right. how what you're really talking about is the Simon Sinek's famous "why, how, what" circle. Mm-hmm. Is because if people understand the why, they're a lot more open to hearing the what and the how, because they're not they they don't feel like you're talking down to them but instead you're linking your arms and you're going with them and you're, and you're by their side. And I see this all the time. I, I've i I personally have never been on a team, um, which could be good or bad, but I think <laughs> I, I, I support teams um, very much so. And the reason I support teams is because teams essentially should empower and help you set a foundation for your business. Now, I've been blessed where I have a lot of great mentors and amazing people around me. And maybe it's a little bit of an ego, which ego is not your amigo. I'll be the first one to tell you is (laughs) I've looked at joining the teams, but when I assess the models, there's a difference between a team that actually is equipped and created to support the agents versus a team that's just there to profit off the agents. So you have to assess um the team from from that retrospect right like not on what is the brokerage going to do for me what is the team going to do for me it's like no no no. how can what you, am
0: i going to do for my team
1: yes, What am how I going to contribute to the team and how are they going to contribute back to make it a two-lane highway where it's a win-win and it's an environment that cultivates success which is how you're able to go from 500 to 900 deals right
0: What was the fifth pillar, which is me showing up with intentional energetic presence, I need to show up Mm -hmm. in the way that I want my team to show up. So if I'm going to show up negative with a piss poor attitude, um, and not go in straight into doing direct income producing activities, guess what my team's going to do? They're going to show up negative, they're not even going to show up, right. But if I show up the minute that I walk out of my car going into the building, con puro ganas, like with full on, like, this is a freaking day. We're going to tear shit up, right? I'm going to bring that energy into my team. Guess what my team's going to do? They're going to come in. They're going to show up. And that's the thing. That's like that we as leaders, we have to be mindful of the fact that everything we say and do and act, we have a lot of eyes on us, even outside of the building, even outside of our offices. There's a lot of eyes on us. So we need to be showing up in the way that we want our people to show up or don't show up. That's why a lot of teams fail is because the leader themselves starts not, not behaving in a way that you want your team to behave. And and that goes down even from like the stupid
1: shit that you post on your Instagram stories on a Saturday night out drinking, like you can still do that but maybe you want to make it a little bit more classy and more elegant than you being on top of the bar or taking body shots off of some people you just met five minutes earlier, right? Right. Right. Because then now, now, listen, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. Some people are very successful doing that. That is not my cup of tea. That is not my flavor of love per se.
0: (laughs) Not my flavor of love too. I mean, social media has changed a lot of our our lives in the sense that if we're seeing that about our leaders or our people, Peter, our consumers are also seeing that too. Because guess what? They're checking out us just like we're checking them out too. Do we really want them to see us having shots taken off our bodies on a bar? Probably not, right? Like that's not a good look. Would you want that person to represent you in a transaction that's a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of business? Probably not, right? So-
1: we're, we're not saying you can't do it. Just be a little bit more strategic about it. Filthy. I think that's what we're saying. It's like, listen, and some of you may be the life of the party. And maybe those are the clients that you attract. And that's what works for you. But there's always a few exceptions to the rule, right? Because I know I'm going to get messages and say, Pete, but you said, no, listen.
0: Well, I say be authentically you, be authentically you, but Correct. know that that's the key. is the key. Be authentically you. Keep it classy. Like, you, it's all about do, do, are you, will you regret putting that post on social media in five years?
1: Yeah. So, so funny you, you mentioned that I used to, back when I was a little bit younger, it's not a bad thing. Um, I used to do this thing called morning motivation on morning motivation (laughs) Monday, Um, but it actually made it morning motivation like every day. Okay. And this, this probably was like, five six maybe seven years maybe even longer ago um, than that i still have people coming up to me saying man i missed those morning motivation videos with you right and it's like one of those things that you talked about on how to become the top producers showing up consistently i did not miss a video for over 365 days love it in a row and I looked like a doofus. I look back at them and I cringe. They are, it's not that I was saying bad stuff. It's, I, I was, I was saying like motivational, inspirational stuff. Some better, it. some worse. I had a, I looked back at my haircuts. They were, some of them had very the, terrible haircuts. The trajectory
0: haircuts. of Peter's haircuts, right? <laughs> but you did it. You were mm-hmm. consistent. You were relentless about it. And then you probably pivoted on some of your messaging because you were learning. Like, I shouldn't say it that yeah. way.
1: Yes, yes, and and what what I'm trying to get to essentially it was the progress and the growth. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you would like one on one access to over twenty six of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to eliteagentsecrets.
0: partner or you can just click the link in the description below.